What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I'm excited for June. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you've had a great intro into summer. It has been 101 degrees for about 15 straight days where I am in Austin, Texas. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I enjoy a little heat, but it's hot. It's hot, hot. It's can't really be outside during the daytime hot, but excited to be back. I have an action-packed June ahead for you all talking about travel. Now, there's so much going on, right? I'm in the wine business. There is high flight prices, high hotel prices. There's so many different things going on in all over the world. And I want to touch on a variety of different things. And I just want to stick to inflation travel, right? I'm going to be releasing a series of episodes just up with travel updates, um, travel tips, things that are going on within the travel industry, uh, mostly domestic focused on the United States, but it also impacts international travel as well. You know, I'm the black expat, but also this is just good information I have, right? Inflation is everywhere. It's impacting gas prices everywhere, flight patterns. Um, it's just it's just crazy. And what's amazing is that uh, in the middle of all this, Taiwan has just decreased the amount of time you have to quarantine before entering the country from, I think it was like 14 days and it went down to 10 and it went down to like seven. Now it's down to three. So that's a little bit of good news for all my Taiwan peeps and people who are looking to travel and worrying about quarantine in different places. But also, you know, the United States, uh, like you don't have to be, vaccinated to live here and all that there weren't any vaccine mandates or anything well mandatory vaccination requirements you could choose to get vaccinated if you wanted to but when i flew back to america from taiwan the first time um, i had to be tested for covid right i had to get a covid test and i had to be negative before i could get on a flight to enter the u.s and that's it's been going on for a very long time, right? The U.S. is like, ah, oh, even if you're a citizen, it doesn't matter. If you're positive abroad, you ain't bringing it in here, even though it's everywhere where we are now. That's no longer the case, too. So it's been a lot of good news, I guess, uh, in regards to travel in the middle of this, uh, in regards to domestic and international travel in the midst of everything that's going on. And I do kind of want to talk about how inflation, just for a really quick second, because again, I'm going to focus more domestic in these next upcoming episodes, but um, how inflation kind of impacts expats, you know, living abroad in different places. And this is something I did not even think about because when I first went to Taiwan, it was during a recession, right? I graduated in 2010 from college. Uh, there weren't that many jobs around. President Bush was in office and, you know, it was a recession for Americans. Um, but that didn't necessarily cause inflation. So, uh, so when I went abroad, it was, it was, it was different, right? Because the dollar went much farther abroad, um, even though the U.S. was in an economic recession. So I, I didn't really go through this. And I, I didn't even think about this when the when inflation starts occurring, how it impacts people who are living and working and traveling abroad. Now, before I get into the domestic stuff, I want to touch on this one point because I was looking into it and talking to friends and reading about it. And it's just fascinating, um, but also very scary. When I say fascinating, it's something I just didn't think about. But it's not a funny story. It's, it's actually very real. Um, and she was mentioning, she said, you know, expats living abroad, especially if you teach, especially in Asia and in many countries and in some places, you make more than the local population by a large margin. Again, I got paid more than my local Taiwanese counterpart by at least about $1,000, right, a month, which is a lot of money when you look at it. It's a lot of money in America. It's even more when you're abroad. So the foreign population, when you live abroad, it's 
implied or insinuated or thought that you, and most times or not, honestly, it's true, that you have more money, that you have money. You have a lot of money. You're making good money where you are, sometimes great money, sometimes, you know, phenomenal money. So for the local population in countries around the world, um, in some places, again, I don't want to say everywhere, but I've read a few places where it's happening. And, you know, the 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 United States and expat communities are just reminding and telling people to, hey, protect yourself. Watch out. Or like, you know, some bad people in local places are, you know, knowing foreigners have money, looking at you, funny, potentially robbing you as well, especially if you walk around with, you know, wads of money in your pocket. You know, I always say this. I say, no matter how you travel, where you travel, where you are, no matter how safe you feel, keep your head on the swivel, do the pocket pats, and just be smart. Right. And I think that just goes for wherever you are. And le- even if you're in like the fanciest of neighborhoods and everybody has money, just just be smart because you never know who's watching you. But being abroad during times like these and worldwide economic crisis, uh, it's it's imperative to be you know even smarter to just pay attention to what you're doing. Right. Uh, to to be more aware of your surroundings and what's going on in the countries that you live in, because it can be very dangerous. And this is just again something I didn't really think about and I didn't know could possibly happen and then someone was like yeah this is happening like my friends have gotten robbed or uh, people are looking at us funny and talking about us differently and money's being discussed a lot more in jobs where it wasn't before because this economic crisis that's inflation everywhere and the cost of everything going up because i'm looking at it now and i'm like well if i'm if i was living abroad in taiwan now i definitely wouldn't be trying to come back to america because everything's too damn high but i also didn't think well, it's high in America, and it's not just an American problem. When it becomes a worldwide problem, that impacts us all in many different ways. So the amount of money I was making in Taiwan might have been cool last year, but now, I don't know. I don't know. Like, some people, when they first entered Taiwan, they were making $2,200 a month, and they were able to save a lot. That ain't really that much in savings if you're trying to come back to this America in this current day, Right? Like it's just not, and for depending on where you're from and where you're an expat from, or where you where where you live, where you're traveling, this is very scary. It's also very eye opening. It's also very important to just understand how inflation is impacting us, not just where you are at, but worldwide. Now it's wild, right? Because I am still in travel, right? I still plan travel for people domestically in America, right? Surprise trips and all that. Flight prices are outrageous. They are ridiculous, right? The The cost of going from here to Chicago is literally 200% more than what it used to be. When I say here from Chicago, I mean Austin, Chicago. It's wild, right? And inflation is everywhere, specifically in travel. And one thing that I try very, very hard not to do, and I'm always very aware of and cognizant of, is when I started the Black Expat Podcast, I did not want to be one of those people that's rah rah travel like oh yeah your friends ain't going just pack a bag and do it yourself oh flashy flashy with all you know the the clever memes that's talking down upon people who don't travel who don't think like this you know i didn't want to have that kind of brand i want to talk to people at a human level who are the the expert traveler the intermediate traveler or the novice traveler i don't relate to them all because i've been in all all stages of travel but more importantly, like I want to talk about relatable things, relatable content in the realms of travel. I don't want to make anybody feel bad for not traveling. I don't want to make anybody feel bad for traveling, right? You are who you are and your experience is your experience. And you shouldn't feel bad or be peer pressured or bullied 
into having a certain perspective or view when it comes to travel because we all view things differently. We view travel differently. We view, we digest information and things differently. So now when we're looking at, you know, for me, it's all about problem solving now, right? So when I look at inflation, it's impacting everything. And it's about problem solving the same way that if you like, if you're like me and you used to pay $24 a few months ago to fill up your tank and now you're paying, well, now I pay like close to 41 or $42. Some people have bigger cars. Like my partner, she's paying, she used to pay $30. Now it's almost 60. That's a lot of money for, you know, and it's summertime. It's travel season. You want to go to the beach. You want to drive around. Like you want to do things. You want to go places. And things are twice, three times, four times, five, a hundred times more expensive than they were before. Now I'm in problem solving mode, right? I want to talk to us, you who are listening and to myself as well. Man, I want to travel. I want to go out. I want to do things. I want to see things. You guys know me. I'm still financially recovering from owning a business during the pandemic abroad. So the way my money moves has to adjust to the times. But that doesn't mean the way I enjoy and live life has to suffer all the way. I'm going to make some sacrifices, but it doesn't need to suffer. There are still things to do. And I've written articles. And okay, I'm going to keep this short and simple. And I'm going to go into detail about this in the upcoming episodes. And you'll see me release more episodes this month because I really want to hammer this home for people and provide people with options and updates and what's going on in the world of travel in case you don't have time to do that. Again, it's going to be heavily focused on domestic, but again, you know me, Black Extra Podcast, all about traveling worldwide. It's going to relate to the international traveler as well and how you view things and how you how you skew things and how you relate and digest travel. But first thing, if you have credit card and credit card points, maximize them. Be smart with your debt. Pay things off as soon as you do that. I always say that. I'm not a financial advisor. However, use your points. Utilize them. You know, ooh, I'm saving it for. No, this is, this is what you were saving it for. You were saving those points for right now. Right now, when things are too damn expensive and it's triple whatever, use these points now. Don't save them for next year when inflation goes down. Be smart with it. If you have a travel credit card, I've written articles about it. I'm going to talk more about this in an upcoming episode. Again, my, my go-to card is the Chase Sapphire Reserved. Love that card. Use it for everything. Utilize those points in the best way that you can. I'm going to focus on three things, actually. So one is utilize your points on your credit card. Two is be smart with travel. And what, I, and what I mean by that is simply you can fly or you can drive. Pick one, but do your research. You can take road trips to nearby places you haven't been before. You can take shorter flight trips to places that are a little bit closer than you usually would want to go. Oftentimes, I even have this mindset when it comes to travel sometimes is I don't want to go anywhere nearby because I feel like I could always do that. No, I can't because I don't. If I could always do it, I would always be doing it, but I don't. Or sometimes I just want to go farther, and that's okay. But do something that's a little bit closer, a little bit cheaper, a place that you didn't really ever think about going to. Like, again, yeah, my company is a, is a surprise travel company. If you feel like you've been everywhere that you wanted to go, try a company like that. Invest a little. Set your budget. I like my company because you can $1,500 will get you somewhere. You, you'll have to cover, you know, outside of your flights and plane tickets, sorry, flights and hotels, you have to cover everything else. We'll get you somewhere. If you're struggling to just get somewhere, utilize companies, but diversify your bonds. You guys know I say that all the time, but definitely diversify your bonds, right? Because you need to open your eyes. If travel was impactful and an important part of your life, and it is, especially during these times, to get away, to step away, 
to put yourself in a position to be happy. It doesn't have to be, oh, I can't, if you can't afford Jamaican, Cancun, and Punta Cana and all that, it's okay. There's still other options. And as I said in previous podcasts, everything doesn't have to be a beach vacation. It just doesn't. You can, you can view things and have experiences in many, many different ways. You just have to put yourself out there and be willing to do it, right? And the last thing that I kind of want to focus on, not kind of, I'm definitely going to focus on, are staycations. Now, I know what you're thinking. I can use my points to go somewhere else. Why would I want to stay where I am? I can get, on the, get in my car and drive to a city about two, three hours away. Why would I want to stay where I am? I could get on a plane and even go to the state next door. Unless, you know, Chicago to Indiana doesn't really make much sense. But why would I want to stay where I am? Here's why. Here's some of the options. Here's some of the things. When you are going to another city, and I'm not talking about an all-inclusive resort. I'm not talking about those types of vacations. So that may be all you've ever taken or have gone on in your life. I'm not talking about those. When you're visiting another city, hell, when you're visiting another person or a college, what are things, I said college because, you know, when you go look at different schools, you have things in mind that you're thinking about. But when you're going to another city, what are things that you research, that you look up, experiences that you want to have? Just think about that. Now, how many of those things have you done in your home state? Now, if you're not from a big city like Chicago, the nearest big city. Heck, if you're from a big city and you go to small cities, the nearest small city, what are things that you look for and you do, the type of experience that you want to have that you haven't had in your own city? Now, hear me out. When we go out in our comfort areas, we want to go where we know we're comfortable and we'll have fun. I go to this bar. I go to this restaurant. My friends take me to this place. I go to this brunch spot. But when's the last time you stayed in a hotel in your home city? that has a rooftop bar, a rooftop pool. You know what's so similar about hotels mostly everywhere? People from out of town stay there. If you're like me and you like talking and meeting people, go to a local hotel bar, sit at the bar, talk to people. Meet someone from somewhere else. Get intel, get information. Ooh, see what I mean? Like, like when's the last time in your home state or hometown you've, you've stayed, did a staycation at a hotel in your home state? in your city, in your town. Again, think about it. You could find a super nice one with hot tubs, jacuzzis, room service, rooftop pool, rooftop bar, amazing views, and give yourself a night. And then look for restaurants you've never even thought of. Oh, how would I even find it if I never thought of it? Just do a quick Google search. Go to these Thrillist websites. I'm going to break down some cities that I think people should really check out that aren't you know, super major cities. I'm going to break down and point out some places you should go in this upcoming month as well. Because, again, this inflation travel series that I'm going to leak out for domestic travel in America, like I want people to be inspired to continue traveling. And hopefully through the things that I point out in the stories that I tell, even if you're not American, you can look for and seek and find out these experiences and places wherever you are in the world. It's all relative. Like staycations are cool. Like I'm from Chicago. I haven't I went to museums when I was a kid. When I grew up, I was like, oh, I've been there already. It's changed. I'm quite sure in 20 years, it's changed. I'm quite sure that they're not the same animals at the planetarium that, that there have always been. 
And maybe you're not from a big city like Chicago. You're from a place like Austin that has all these shows and concerts and little things that you just don't, sometimes you don't really seek out or you don't have the time to seek out because you're like, nope, I'm saving my money for this travel experience here to this city, to this place. Or I'm going here coming up. So I don't need to go to, to this and this and this event. Well, now you have that time. Now you can. Now you need to go to these events. You can have fun right where you are. And the good thing is, you understand the layout of the land. You understand where, how to get around, how to get cheap parking. Hell, you might even consider Ubering in your hometown. You can have somebody pick you up. There are ways in which to make this work. Inflation travel doesn't have to be very far away. It can be right in your back door. And for those of us who are financially comfortable enough to say, I don't care if it's inflation or not, I'm going somewhere far as hell away. Share how you make it work. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying like share how much money you make. When you go to these places and you find things that are cost effective or cost efficient or these amazing experiences you have, and just share them. Hey, I came here and I did this. I wonder if this is in my hometown. I would love to experience something like this with people that I love and I know. The whole boom of influencers and social media and awareness and travel, specifically in the black community and beyond, um, was like, it felt so exclusive. Like, there are people trying to be inclusive, but not realizing that they come from a place of privilege and making it an exclusive experience. You can have inclusive, exclusive travel right where you are. Travel-like experiences right where you are. It's not exclusive. It's inclusive of everyone. And this is the time where I think we should all be coming together to highlight the experiences that we seek in f from travel. Like the older I get and the more I travel and the more I analyze the experiences I've had, it is a mindset. Travel put me in a mindset that I never thought I would be able to get into. I didn't even realize it was a mode, right? It was a part of me that I needed to make sure that I acknowledged. And inflation has done a, has done a number. Flights are wild. Uh, we're recovering from the pandemic and there are fewer flight attendants and fewer so many things. So many things there's not enough of. I mean, heck, a used car with 41,000 miles is almost $40,000. It's a lot. But that doesn't mean we cannot be creative. It doesn't mean we stop thinking about creative ways to make it work. And it doesn't mean that we only can view travel in the same lens we've been viewing it for years now. In the same ways we've been viewing it for years now. Just like inflation changes dollars, we can change our mindsets. We can change our viewpoints and we can change how we go about doing things. So I am excited. I'm doing a ton of research on travel, again, mostly domestically in America, uh, inflation, tips, things we can do. Like I'm launching some amazing content this summer. Uh, again, you guys know every May I uh, put out a bunch of content then I take a little bit of break uh, until June and I go full on until the middle of August. Then I take a break and I come back in September with more of the Black Expat Podcast. So I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to give you guys, you know, just some amazing content. Uh, yeah. And like, share, subscribe. Make sure you tune in this upcoming Thursday. I'm dropping another episode with more tips, more things that are going on domestically that you may not know and how it's impacting the world of travel. But also what we can do to, you know, to just thrive through everything that's going on. Stay positive, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. I'm Carl. The Black X Plat. Subscribe to my YouTube. Click the link in my description to get some amazing wine selections.
Carl, the Black Expat, we out here.